What's up, man? So, so uh, this week we're going to go over Thursday and Friday's games. Uh, we'll take a look at some pickups and then we'll preview Saturday's game. All right. Sounds good. Let's get into it. All right. So let's start, start off with a uh, really amazing performance by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, they managed to beat Tampa Bay at Tampa Bay's home 5-1. to one. So that's really impressive. Danson Heinen and Sidney Crosby in the first period um, for the Penguins. Brock McGinn for the Penguins in the second period with Pierre Edward Belmare um, putting one on the board for Tampa Bay. And in the third period, we have Evgeny Malkin and Jake Gunsold. So, uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, Pittsburgh clearly came to play here. I mean, five goals on Tampa is pretty solid in Tampa Bay, too. Um, I mean, Andre Vasilevsky didn't play that bad. I mean, he faced 40 shots, so not much else he could do. Like, he had 35 saves. But, yeah, I feel like Pittsburgh played a, a more solid, um, I guess, uh, effort in, in the entire game. And, yeah, Tampa Bay had a winning streak coming into this game, so great win for Pittsburgh. I think both teams are are playing really strong right now. This Pittsburgh just bested them, for sure. Yeah, I guess this could be kind of um, an interesting matchup in the playoffs. Yeah, if they meet, it would be a great matchup. Sure. And I guess speaking of great matchups, uh, I guess we can uh, go over the Panthers. They ended up getting uh, shut out against the Ottawa Senators um, 3-0. to zero. So uh, pretty good job by Florida. Um, we have Mason Marshmont in the first period for Florida. No goals in the second period, but in the third period, uh, Patrick Hornquist and Ryan Lombard were able to get some goals as well for Florida. Um, what do you think? I mean, Florida didn't even need their top two lines in this game. What was it? They're, they're like third and fourth liners that scored. I mean, Jonathan Huberdeau had like a 10-game assist streak coming into this game, and he didn't even get a point here. Um, yeah, Florida has great depth, and they showed it in this game. Sergey Bobrovsky, of course, getting the pretty easy shutout, only 18 shots faced. Yeah, Ottawa's lost um, – yeah, Ottawa lost in this game. Florida had lost three straight coming into this game, so it's a great bounce-back win. So, yeah, I guess both teams are going to want to get on the winning side for the next game. Sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have a game that went all the way down to the wire. Um, Minnesota was able to beat the Flyers 5-4. to four. Um, They ended up getting two goals in the third period to kind of seal the game. Um, Scott Lott in the first period for Philadelphia with Patrick Brown with the goal for Philadelphia as well. And for Minnesota in the first period, we have Ryan Hartman and Frederick Gaudreau. In the second period, um, we have Travis Konechny and James Van Rijmstig for um, Philadelphia and Ryan Hartman with another goal for Minnesota. And in the third period, Matt Boldy and uh, Jonas Brody were able to clutch the game out for Minnesota. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, those two third period goals from Minnesota were 25 seconds apart. So they tied the game and then took the lead. And I guess Philadelphia really just couldn't do anything about it at that point. Solid come from behind win for Minnesota. They really needed it. They have been slumping lately. Um, 
yeah, so hopefully they'll continue their winning ways. And then as for the Flyers, it's just been a rough season overall. It's another prime example of that. Yeah, kind of unfortunate there. And so I guess um, speaking of misfortune, um, the Hurricanes were shut out by the Washington Capitals um, 4-0. to zero. So really unfortunate for the Hurricanes, but spectacular performance by Washington. Um, Evgeny Kuznetsov in the first period for Washington. In the second period, we had Martin uh, Fairberry and Alex Ovechkin. And in the third period, we have Dimitri Orlov. Uh, what do you think? Great win for Washington here. They were, I think they've been slumping a little bit. So, um, yeah, definitely a great way for them to bounce back. As for Carolina, it's probably just an off game. They're still at like, what, 37 wins, 12 losses on the season. So, yeah, this is still a really solid team. I feel like Washington needed this win more and they were at home. So they kind of willed themselves to the win. So, yeah, I mean, it's just another bounce back spot in the next game for the Hurricanes. But, yeah, great win for Washington. For sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have another down-to-the-wire game. Um, Canucks were able to clutch the game out against the Islanders 4-3. to uh, No goals in the first period, but we have uh, Noah Dobson and Kyle Pal- uh, Palmieri for the Islanders with Brad Hunt and JT Miller for Vancouver. And in the third period, we have Anthony Bobillier for the Islanders and uh, Niels Hoglander and Vasily uh, Colson for Vancouver. What are your thoughts? This is almost similar to the last game we just talked about. Two uh, back-to-back goals that were like pretty quick, like I think like 45 seconds apart. First one to tie the game, the next one to take the lead. And Vancouver beat the New York Islanders. Um, yeah, the Canucks have been pretty hot. I think they won four out of their last five games. They're really making a push there in the West. We talked about how much the West is wide open. So it's great to see Vancouver's actually making a push for the playoffs. And then as for the Islanders, yeah, they've had a rough year. Season's pretty much over at this point, so probably just looking to next year. Yeah. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have another down-to-the-wire game. Um, Chicago was able to clutch the game out in overtime against the Oilers 4-3, to so uh, fantastic job by Chicago. Um, in the first period, we have Sam Lafferty and Patrick Kane for Chicago in the first period, and Leon Dreisaitl and Vander Kane for the Oilers. No goals in the second period. In the third period, we had Dominic Kubelik for Chicago and Evander Kane for the Oilers. And Alex DeBrinkett was able to clutch the game out uh, for Chicago in overtime. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, this was a great win for Chicago at home. Um, former defenseman Duncan Keith, who plays with the Oilers now, he returned. But um, yeah, he, he couldn't, of course, spoil the Blackhawks in their home. Um, yeah, honestly, the Oilers, they've been playing well. I won't really penalize them in my mind for this loss. Uh, Drysaddle, McDavid, Evander Kane, all these guys, they played really well. It's just, um, I guess Chicago got the best of them. Chicago's been up and down on the year, but yeah, this is a pretty solid win. So definitely great for them. Sure. And speaking of great wins, um, Boston was able to beat, uh, the Golden Knights at the Fortress five to two. So, a uh, really impressive job by Boston. Um, Craig Smith in the first period for Boston. Craig Smith with another goal for Boston in the second with Jack Eichel putting one on the board for Vegas. And in the third period, we have Jonathan Marchessault for Vegas and David Pasternak, Craig. David Pasternak with two goals for Boston and Craig Smith with the third goal 
for Boston. So uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, a huge game for Craig Smith, getting the hat-trick there. Pasternak has two goals. Eichel has a goal for Vegas. March Assault as well. Yeah, big, big amounts of goals in this game. Boston, I mean, they've gone on this road trip, and, I mean, they've been hot. I think the other day they beat L.A. 7 nothing in L.A. So they go to the West Coast, and they're getting big wins. So, yeah, Boston's looking like a great team right now. And then as for Vegas, they've been up and down lately. Uh, still trying to hold on to that playoff spot. Hopefully they do. They're very talented. They just had a lot of injuries. So yeah, as, it, assuming they can get into the playoffs, they should have a healthier team and they'll definitely be solid there. Sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have another down-to-the-wire game at this time. Uh, Montreal was able to come out on top against the Calgary Flames. So uh, fantastic job by Montreal. Um, Blake Coleman for Calgary in the first and uh, Jeff uh, Petri for Montreal in the first. And in the second period, we have Nick Suzuki for Montreal and Johnny Gaudreau and Andrew Mandrapani for um, the Flames in the second. And in the third period, we have Elias Lindholm for Calgary and Ben Chiro and Mike Hoffman for Montreal. And Ben Chiro was able to clutch the game out in overtime for Montreal. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, this is a huge upset. I think Calgary had 11 straight wins at home. And this snapped the home winning streak. So, yeah, Montreal, they've been catching fire lately. I think they had eight wins coming into, uh, I think, f- like, from the All-Star break, they had eight wins. And then since then, they've had, like, six wins in their past, like, however many games since then. So it's been pretty impressive for Montreal. Um, and then as for Calgary, they've just been really hot. Probably just an off game. I know they had the lead. They gave it up. I think the lead was 3-1 at one point that ended up being 4-3 for Montreal where they, they then had to tie it in the third period, ended up losing it. So, I mean, it was a wild game. Hopefully Calgary can bounce back from the next one. And then, yeah, it's for Montreal. They've been playing pretty well lately. For sure. And uh, speaking of playing well, the Coyotes were able to slow down the Avalanche and they came out on top in the third period at their home. So a uh, really good game by the Coyotes. No goals in the first period, but we have uh, Devon Tapes for Colorado and Louis Erickson for um, the Coyotes in the second. And in the third period, we have um, Nick Schmaltz for Arizona to uh, seal the game for the Coyotes. And uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, another insane effort from the Coyotes. It'd be a tough Colorado team. Uh, this goalie, they have Melka. I mean, he's been stellar all year. He beat big teams. Like, he's been in Toronto already this year. Been a couple other really solid teams. I mean, yeah, 42 saves against Colorado is insane to get the win. Um, obviously, the Coyotes have been up and down this year. More downs than up, obviously. And Colorado's pretty much the best team in the league. They have four, the first team to 40 wins. They're probably going to get 50 or 60 before the end of the season. But, yeah, great upset win here for Arizona. Yeah, and I guess um, this is at least one upside. Their um, their goaltending is uh, really good right now. But they were able to stop a really strong offense in the uh, Colorado Avalanche. So I guess uh, now in the offseason, they just kind of have to focus on rounding out their roster a little bit. And we might be able to see a successful rebuild in the coming years. Yeah, definitely. They started the rebuild. They definitely need to finish it strong. Sure. And uh, looking at the rest of the games on Friday, um, so far there are some games going on right now. Um, Minnesota and Buffalo are tied 
um, Detroit and Tampa Bay Lightning are tied. New Jersey and the Rangers are tied. Uh, Pittsburgh is beating uh, the Hurricanes 2-0 to zero right now in the first. And the Kings are tied with the Blue Jackets in the second. Um, I think the Dallas and Winnipeg game is going to have, happen later, later on um, in the, the evening. And uh, Vegas versus Anaheim is going on at night. So we won't be covering those. But um, instead, we'll go right into the pickups and who you got for forwards. All right, so for fantasy hockey pickups for this week, for forwards, I have Igor Shirangovic. And, yeah, we talked about him last week. Uh, he's tri-eligible. I think at that time he was under 10% rostered. He's now almost 20% rostered, so people are picking up this guy. Um, yeah, he's just been so hot. I mean, um, come. I think for the month of February, his last, like, what was it, five or six games? He was like point per game or better every single game, including multi-point games. I think some games he had three points. I think he was a total of like plus two or three within that span. Just really solid overall. Um, I guess shots, he's getting like an average of two shots a game and he's getting hits here and there. I mean, this is a guy, especially for deep leagues, you got to add him. He's tri-eligible. He's playing with a guy like Jack Hughes there in New Jersey. He's definitely going to be really solid. Another guy you can pick up is Andrew Kopp from the Winnipeg Jets, who's also tri-eligible, play center, left wing, and right wing, which is great. He's only around 35% roster. He just came back from injury in his first game back. He had one goal, one assist. Uh, he was a minus one, but uh, he still had a really solid game. Um, he had two power play points, which is really solid, and he had four shots. So definitely chipping in lots of categories. I believe he's in the top six forward group for the Winnipeg Jets. So definitely someone you need to add in shallow leagues at 35% rostered. Um, and then I guess my last forward pickup is Alexi Lafreniere from the New York Rangers. He's left wing, right wing eligible. He's around 30% rostered. Um, he's been placed on the top line with Chris Kreider. And um, I believe it's Mika Zibanejad, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, those two guys are playing with him. And yeah, he's pretty much heating up in his past few games. I think his last two games coming into Friday, he had a goal in each one of those two games and he had two shots and he had 1.5 hits per game so i mean this guy's chipping in categories uh the game uh two games before that he had a goal and an assist and he was a plus three so i mean this guy uh he's getting top line minutes if you want that exposure definitely go pick up alexi lafreniere and i'll get to you for your forwards for sure so i guess i'll start off well um with nick schmaltz um he's a deep league forward um, he's for the Arizona Coyotes, about 6% rostered right now, but he's been doing really well, especially considering um, Arizona's rebuilding. He has 12 goals for the season, 14 assists, he has 61 shots. He's only minus one, which again is really impressive considering he's on Arizona. Um, if you're in a deep league, this is an absolute steal. It's a ton of value. If you're in a shallow league, you might not to have to pick him up but you can pick him up and he won't really hurt your team too much um he's really good all around his plus minus is really good considering on the, the team he's playing on so he's definitely um a player that you should pick up and so i guess for the next player i guess i'll talk about uh brandon hagel next for chicago um he has 17 goals for the season he's 13 assists and 82 shots He's minus 14 because he's on Chicago, but he's also only 3% rostered. So 
if you uh, need some offensive talent, he is a player that you could consider picking up, but you will be taking a bit of a hit in plus minus. And I guess for my third pickup, you could maybe take a look at uh, Eric Halla for the Boston Bruins. He has seven goals, 17 assists, 94 shots. He's plus six. He gets a couple of hits every game. So uh, really a well, well-rounded up player, especially for someone who's only 5% rostered. So um, if you're in a deep league, I feel like he has a ton of value for you there as well. And I guess for defense, who do you have? Yeah, so getting to defense, I have Rasmus Anderson of the Calgary Flames. He's close to 50% rostered. So, um, yeah, he's getting up there. But, um, yeah, he's been really solid over his past three games. He has four assists total, plus one. He has a power play point. He has three shots, and he has a hit over that span. Definitely producing on on uh, offense for a fantasy defenseman. So definitely go check him out. Then I have Alec Martinez of the Vegas Golden Knights. I believe that he is coming off the injured reserve. He's under 40% rostered. He definitely needs to be owned, especially in leagues that count shot blocks. This guy's a shot blocking machine. Um, I think he's been pretty close to the league lead multiple times in shot blocks. I mean, he'll chip in other stuff for you. Like, I mean, um, yeah, he'll get shots, he'll get hits, and he'll get you know, pretty good plus minus playing for Vegas. So yeah, definitely go pick up a guy like Alec Martinez as he's coming off his injury soon. Sure. And I guess for um, defense, I'll talk about um, Rasmus Sandin first. He's again, a deep league pickup. Um, He's gotten four goals. He has 11 assists, 43 shots. He's plus eight. He is on the lead. So his plus plus minus is going to be pretty good. Um, I think he had two goals in the last couple of games. So uh, they have a pretty uh, decent schedule matchup. So if uh, you really liked how Rasmus has been playing so far, you can definitely pick him up, especially if you're in a deep league. And I guess for my next um, defense, you can maybe take a look at Brady Brady Skate for Carolina. He's about 20% rostered right now. He has seven goals, 16 assists. He's plus 14 with 115 shots. So um, fully well-rounded defenseman. He doesn't get too many hits, but in terms of offense, I think he's um, really good. So he's definitely someone that you'd want to take a look at. And I guess for my um, last defenseman, you can maybe take a look at um, Noah Hannafin. I think uh, Noah Hannafin has five goals, 21 assists. He's plus 10 with 104 shots. So he's another defenseman that he hasn't gotten um, too many goals yet, but he's taking a lot of shots. So he's going to get goals eventually. His plus minus is really good because Calgary's on fire right now. Gets a lot of assists. So definitely another uh, defenseman you want to pick up. That's what you have for goalie. Yeah, for goalies, I have Jonathan Quick, and I don't know why people have dropping are dropping him. He was over fifty percent rostered. Now I believe he's just under that. Um, I know that he had a rough start um, uh, against Boston. I know he allowed five goals, but it's just one bad outing. I mean, he had like what three straight wins, maybe more than that before that game. So yeah, you gotta just keep riding Jonathan Quick. I believe he's playing right now as we speak in the game, and he has not allowed a goal yet. So. Once again, proving my point that he is a very solid player. If he's on your waiver wire, shallow league, deep league, whatever it is, go pick up Jonathan Quick. He's been playing really well. Sure. And I think people can maybe take a look at Miko Koskinen. 
Um, he did get added a lot, so there is a chance that he might not be available um, in your roster soon. But he does have uh, 19 wins for the season. Um, his save percent is nine is 90.4 percent. His goals against average is 3.05. So um, it's pretty solid um, goalie. Um, you should definitely pick him up before um, he gets over 50 percent roster. And uh, I guess. You could also maybe take a look at Cal Peterson as well. Um, he's been pretty good so far. 37% roster. He has 14 wins. His hate percentage is a little bit low, but um, as long as the, the Kings Kings are winning, um, you should definitely take a look at him. And uh, that's about it for um, the pickups. So I guess we can move on to um, the preview of Saturday's games and Start with uh, St. Louis versus the Islanders. Um, who do you think takes this? Yeah, I'll probably go with St. Louis. They've been pretty solid. Also, the Islanders, they've struggled at home. So, yeah, give me St. Louis on that one. All right. And uh, moving on to Chicago versus the Flyers. Who do you think takes this? Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I think, wow, Chicago's the underdog in this game. I think I might go with Chicago. They, they just got a great win over the Oilers. Might look to keep it going. Yeah, give me Chicago. All right. And uh, moving on to Ottawa versus Arizona. Uh, will Arizona, I guess, keep their streak? Yeah, I have a tough time seeing that. I feel like Ottawa should be able to bounce back. So I think I'm going to go with the Senators here. All right. And moving on to Detroit versus Florida. Do you think the Red Wings can pull an upset? I mean, they're playing a back-to-back. They're playing Tampa on Friday. Then going to Florida, it's going to be tough. I'm going to have to go with the Panthers. Moving on to Montreal versus the Oilers. Um, do you think the Oilers can take them? Yeah, I think the Oilers can take them. The only thing is Montreal has been hot as of late, so it's going to be tough. But, yeah, I, I definitely like the Oilers to pull this one out. All right. And moving on to the Canucks versus the Leafs. Uh, do the Leafs get a bounce back here? I mean, they lost a tight one to the Canucks last time. That one was in Vancouver. This one's in Toronto. I'm thinking Toronto comes through this time, but they have uh, struggled, especially last game against Buffalo. So, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to go with the Leafs, though. All right. And moving on to the Kraken versus the Capitals. Um, do you think the Kraken can take this? I think Washington's going to start heating up now. So I might go with Washington here. They got a clutch win against Carolina, so I think they keep it going. On to Boston versus Columbus. Uh, Boston's been so dominant. So, do you think they're going to continue? Yeah, and Columbus is playing Friday night as well. So, yeah, give me Boston here. All right. And moving on to Nashville versus San Jose. Um, who do you think takes this game? Yeah, that game could be back and forth. I think I still will go with Nashville, though. Um, San Jose doesn't have their starting goalie. I think Reimer's hurt. So, Definitely going to be in, impacted by that. And, yeah, Nashville's been pretty healthy most of the year. All right. And uh, moving on to the last uh, preview of Saturday, um, Calgary versus Colorado. Who do you think takes this game? That's going to be a crazy game. I think those are the two division leaders in the West. So, yeah, that's a tough pick. I, I mean, I think I have to go with Colorado. They're at home. Like, uh, they've been pretty dominant. They had uh, – a really bad game against the Coyotes. They might come out flying. So I, I'm going to go with Colorado. All right. And uh, that's about the end of the preview. So do you have any last thoughts? 
Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it every week. The East is sort of shaping up the way it should be with the top eight. I know Washington has been slipping, but I'm looking that looking at them as a team that's going to turn it around. So top eight should be solidified in the East. And then we talked about how wide open the West is. Uh, teams are just bouncing in and out of the standings. I mean, it's just been so back and forth the whole year. Um, of course, you got Calgary leading that uh, Pacific division. But I mean, from there on down, from LA all the way down to Vancouver, uh, maybe even San Jose, if they get healthy, any one of those teams can sort of get into a playoff spot. So it's going to be a crazy end to the season for the Western Conference. We'll definitely see how it shakes out. Yeah, I'm actually really excited for um, Calgary. They've been playing uh, some really good hockey. And there's a huge drop-off between them and the rest of all the other teams in the Pacific. And even um, Vegas is only fourth, which is really saying something. I think if Calgary was in the Central Division, they'd be seconds. They're just above St. Louis. So it's going to be really exciting to see um, how the rest of the season turns out. Yeah, I definitely agree. Great race there in the West. And yeah, we'll definitely see who gets in. Sure. And uh, that about uh, wraps up this week of Everything NHL. If you liked what you watched, you can subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, leave us a like, um, give us a comment, give us your thoughts on um, the NHL season so far and how your favorite team is doing. Um, if you like what you listen to, you can follow us on Spotify. You can also follow us on Apple Music and Google Podcasts. If you need some sports picks, you can follow us at Fan Fan Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. See you guys next week.